the Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Scary Mysteries, Twisted Twos, Marconi Scientist Conspiracy, and Haunted Mispa Hotel. Tales of hauntings, murder, and scary mysteries. Every week, Twisted Twos dives into a pair of uniquely terrifying true stories that are worthy of a more in-depth look. For this week, we focus on the unusual deaths of the Marconi scientists and the terrifying and haunted Mispa Hotel. Get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted Twos. Number 1. Marconi Scientist Conspiracy It sounds like a bad movie script. 25 prominent scientists and technicians found dead, one by one, under unusual circumstances. And all of them worked with the same company, Marconi. The mystery began in the 1980s and lasted up until the 90s. After a series of mergers and takeovers, the latest iteration of the Marconi company is known as Marconi Electronic Systems. The company today exists as part of BAE System Electronics Limited and focuses on developing futuristic weaponry along with spy satellite technology. The first of the suspicious deaths started with Dr. Keith Bowden in March of 1982. The professor was a senior computer scientist and a valuable member of Marconi. While driving one day, his car ran off the highway dropped off a bridge and down into an abandoned rail yard, he died immediately. No alcohol was found in his system, and an investigator discovered someone swamped the tires in his rover with a set of old and worn-out ones. Three years later, Roger Hill, a radar designer, shot himself with a shotgun. A year after that, Jonathan Wash plunged to his death from a hotel window. Wash told his family and friends prior to his death he felt someone was watching him and that he feared for his life. On August 4, 1986, Vamal Jabahi jumped to his death off England's Clifton Suspension Bridge. He himself had secret clearance to the Marconi underwater systems. Two months later, a computer programmer named Arshard Sharif was found dead. His death was so unusual it made the news overseas. Sharif had a rope tied to one end to a tree and the other around his neck, He then got in his car and stepped on the accelerator, essentially decapitating himself. Curiously, this was ruled a suicide. Despite a coroner being suspicious of the deaths around Marconi, they continued on. Dr. John Britton had two near-death experiences. 
The first was on Christmas of 1986 when his car lurched from the road violently. He survived. Then two weeks later, in January of 1987, he was found dead in his garage from carbon monoxide poisoning. Richard Pugh, a computer expert who worked for Marconi, was also found dead that same month. Then there was the unusual case of Avtar Singidi. He was employed by the British Ministry of Defense and also worked for Marconi programs. One day he vanished from his home in England at the same time Dr. Britton was killed. Mysteriously, he was found 15 weeks later in Paris and he had no idea where he had been and what he was doing during the time he was missing. More deaths followed. In February of 1987, Peter People, a consultant for the Marconi Project, at some point was killed via carbon monoxide poisoning in his garage. David Skeels, another engineer there, was killed the same way in the same month. Also that same month, Victor Moore, who was linked to the Marconi Space and Defense Systems, was discovered dead. He was said to have died from a drug overdose. Then the following month, in March of 87, Stuart Sands filled his car with containers of gasoline and drove into an empty restaurant. He was killed instantly. Sands didn't work directly for Marconi, but for the Elliott Automation Space and Advanced Military Systems, a company that had a working relationship with Marconi. The next month, Stuart Gooding from the Royal College of Military Science crashed his car. The same day Gooding died, David Greenhale fell off a railway bridge in Berkshire. He was working on the same program as David Sands. Seven days later, Shawnee Warren was killed. Her hands and feet were found bound and she was gagged. Her death, oddly enough, was ruled a suicide. Some claim her death was caused by a serial killer. In May of 1987, Michael Baker was then killed. He had worked on classified programs with the British Aerospace during the time it merged with Marconi. Then, 10 months later, Trevor Knight, who was working for the space and defense systems there, was killed via carbon monoxide poisoning. In 1988, three more mysterious deaths were added to the growing Marconi death toll. Business development managers Brigadier Ferry and Alistair Beckham supposedly killed themselves using electrocution, and in 1991, Malcolm Putty told his bosses at Marconi he discovered something amazing. No one knows what he found, but 24 hours later, his body was hauled out of a canal close to where he lived. All these deaths, despite the fact that they happened within months of each other and that all the people were tied to Marconi in some way, are treated as non-related. There were calls for an investigation, but the government of Margaret Thatcher at the time said... The deaths were nothing more than coincidences. They pointed to the high levels of stress in the industry, leading some to commit suicide. Many believed, however, that these deaths are more than just coincidences, and someone sinister behind the scenes had killed all these technicians and scientists. Number 2. Haunted Mispa Hotel Located smack dab in the city of Las Vegas, Nevada, the haunted Mespa Hotel has become an iconic spot for ghost hunters and hotel lovers. Dubbed as the jewel in the desert, the Mespa Hotel has been a treasured landmark in the area since it was first created in 1907. It was once considered as among the most elegant hotels in the western United States and was the tallest building in Nevada until 1929. 
It even had the very first electric elevator installed. Although it has been in operation for years since, in 1999 the hotel was closed for 12 years for renovations. In 2011, under the new owners, Fred and Nancy Klein, the hotel finally reopened with 47 rooms, two restaurants, and a bar. But of course, as with any historic hotel restored to its full glory, it wasn't long before paranormal stories began popping up. Those who have stayed at the hotel, along with the staff, admit there are strange things within the hotel premises they can't explain. Perhaps the most famous of the hotel's ghost residents is the Lady in Red. In one story, the mysterious woman named Rose was said to be a prostitute killed inside Suite 512. Some say she was killed by a jealous ex, while others say she was killed by her husband when he found out she was cheating on him at the hotel. Some guests have seen her apparition haunting the room as well as the entire fifth floor. It's said if she's fond of the guest, she will leave pearls on their bed. And it's not just the red lady that haunts the hotel. Guests have heard children running up and down the hallways, even if no kids are around. Some have felt a tug or even a whisper and giggle here and there as well. The hotel manager has mentioned there's no history of children dying at the hotel, but she believes that the kids chose to reside there because of happy memories they might have had. Another figure seen in the hotel is the shady resemblance of Senator Key Pittman. He is reported to drift around the property. It's believed the senator died at the hotel right before the 1940 elections. Because his staff didn't want him to forfeit the election, they withheld his death and kept his body in a bathtub over ice until the election was finished. Afterward, they announced his death and sent the body for burial. He won that election, by the way. Some have argued the story isn't anything but a tall tale, but some elderly folks in the area can confirm the senator died in the area. Whether it was at the Mispa Hotel or not, though, remains unconfirmed. Today, Hotel Mispa continues to entertain and accommodate guests. The hotel is open to anyone, including ghost hunters and paranormal enthusiasts. Just don't freak out if you do come across wayward spirits while there. So there were two of the most strange and haunting stories around. The world can be a crazy place and Twisted 2's is sure to show you why. We have new videos coming out every Wednesday and Saturday, so please subscribe if you like this one. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you soon.